Welcome to the second micro episode of the Feminine Mistake podcast, a little something we like to call Lady Bits. If you hear a baby in the background, that's because I have a baby and he's over there making eyes at me right now. In this episode, Hillary, Sarah, and I had a discussion about the differences between the book Beaches, written by Iris Rayner, and the film. We also gave a more researched history of the Bechtel test, and we talk about whether or not the film Beaches passes the test. So sit back and enjoy this micro episode of the Feminine Mistake podcast. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys the first thing that i wanted to talk about briefly was that of course this comes uh this movie came from a book i didn't I, there wasn't a lot of information about like i tried to come up find a whole summary of the book and it, i just had trouble finding it online but there were um some there was some information that i found out that i thought you guys might find interesting yeah. so four things that i wrote down uh number one uh, the character who was named Hillary in the movie was actually called Birdie White in the book. Ooh, I'm glad Birdie. they changed oh my God. her name. And do you think? Do you think Barbara Hershey rolled in there and she was like, "I'm not gonna let you call me Birdie." Yeah, it's but she acceptable. looks more like a Birdie than a Hillary, doesn't she? Yeah. So Birdie White was the original character's name. That makes um, more sense. There was also apparently some cocaine use that was a part of the book. That would have made so, this movie so much more fun. Better. And I don't know who, but I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it was maybe Cece. Since yeah, she's I don't know, the, rich white girl know, with a yeah. really oppressive parent. She maybe yeah. I mean I was maybe it was both of them. It could yeah. have been. Maybe you're right. Maybe they did do some coke in the New York. I mean, it was New York in the 70s, am I right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I, I couldn't find any information about who specifically was, or whether it was a cocaine abuse or it was just like cocaine use. I don't know. But apparently people did feel like the, some, the movie watered down some of that kind of stuff. The Here's the thing that I loved that I wish had been in the movie. Apparently the reason the book is called Beaches is because whenever they, whenever the, the women reunite, it's always by the beach. That's kind of how it is in the movie. It's just yeah. not stated but as much. But in New York, they're not at the beach. That's true. In New York, they're not at the beach. Um, but it's an island. Oh, my God. The, I mean, the only time I feel like they really go to the beach is that beach house. Yeah. And there's when the beach house. Meet, and then meet when on there's the beach. The meet, they meet on but the I beach. thought that would have been nice to see that. Yeah. Um, and they would have they would have had a, a purpose and meeting like you know anyway I yeah. thought that would have been a nice touch and and it wasn't in the movie for whatever reason. Lastly, Birdie in the movie in the book uh, did not die of cardi cardiomyopathy. Um, she died of ovarian cancer. Oh, oh, which I find interesting that they changed that. I yeah. wonder That's you guys, why you guys think they did change that. I don't know. That's... Well, myocardial myopathy is something that men and women can get, but ovarian cancer is just very yeah feminine. Well, I wonder, and I, I here's what I I wonder if they be, I wonder if it, because they felt like car, like if she had cardiomyopathy, they could just like give her some pale skin and have her breathe heavy, and if she was dying of cancer, that would be like a real gruesome death maybe yeah. they wanted her to have a pretty death i don't know that's the first I, thought i had but to be fair people in movies that have that do die of cancer they're not that's having true. ugly deaths yeah Let's deborah real. Looks, it's still pretty good when yeah. she's dying of cancer in terms of endearment yeah and that's true uh, but i mean that's a big change a big to go change. from ovarian cancer and also like the opportunity 
to talk about that. And like having had like a, a close family friend die of cervical cancer, it's, it's something that we don't talk about a whole lot. And maybe that's it. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. And especially with things like, I don't know, like for me, it like goes back to like HPV and things like this, that we just like, we don't talk about Mm -hmm. women's Mm -hmm. diseases and women's problems as much. And again, an opportunity that could have been taken and was not. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so easy to talk about a disease of the heart. It's a lot harder to talk about a disease of the uterus or of the cervix or the ovaries that is very specific and grounded in women. Cause even Mm -hmm. nowadays, like breast cancer, I mean, I think a lot of people are starting to understand it's an, it's a thing that can affect men, Mm -hmm. but ovarian cancer and things like that, it's, it's never something that will affect men. And Mm -hmm. it's a big topic to Mm -hmm. talk about. That's interesting to me that they switched that. Yeah, I, I'd really I like to know why. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a definite oversight in production. Yeah. I, I would like to know why they totally changed it. Because it seems totally arbitrary. It doesn't feel like. You're like, right. I mean, they it, they could have yeah. made her. She still could have died pretty. Yeah. They do it all the time in movies. She seemed weak. She seemed pale. I mean, you could have done. Like, it was just a difference in, like, words. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So uh, let's talk about the Bechtel test and let's okay. see. Yeah. Let's see if the movie passes. But so I actually did a little bit of research because I, I I feel like I did not do my due diligence last time and I was talking out of my ass a little bit. Um, yeah, I think about we all were because I think I even gave the description of it and I was uh, just like pulled it out of my ass. Well, like, you know, I've I've heard about it, but I did, yeah. I didn't actually know the real history. So I did look it up a little bit and and actually the Bechtel test goes uh, the rules go all the way back to a comic that appeared a comic strip that appeared in 1985 Alison Bechtel's comic strip Dykes to watch out for um the comic strip was titled the rule and basically it's two women um they're discussing whether they should go see a film or not one woman says to the other one that she only goes to see movies if they have the following requirements number one the movie has to have at least two women in it they have to talk to each other and they have to talk to each other about something other than a man and then in the the last uh, panel says one, the other woman says, wow, pretty strict, but good idea. And then that one, the other woman responds, no kidding. Last movie I was able to see was Alien. <laughs> so, uh, and again, this came out in 1985, but for some reason it la- it sort of laid low, I guess, until the two- 2000s to around yeah. 2010 is when this became a really popular term that uh, people be- began to use to criticize television, books, and media. <clears throat> And the way women are underrepresented in terms of the depth of their character and the number of women that are actually on screen. And and so this term has become very popular, but it goes all the way back to this comic strip from 1985. Anyway, little history there. So uh, does this movie contain uh, at least two women? Yeah. Yes. Unquestionable. It does. Um, Do they talk to each other? Yes. 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 And do they talk about something besides a man? Sometimes. Yes, they do. They do. Uh, I think we can all agree that the movie is very much centered around their problems with men a lot of the time. But yes, they do talk about career. They talk about babies. They talk about class. They talk about themselves. They talk about death. I mean, there is a lot going on. As much as the movie is about the problems with men, it's not talked about a whole lot the I men in true. it yeah. they're not talked about quite as much as the issues with their careers and their lives that's good and their, that's true mm-hmm. that's and true. everything else that's going on they don't talk about the men which i think is a big issue honestly with this film they probably yeah. should have talked about the men more but 
Um, and regardless of, you know, what I wished had been more present or not present in the movie, I think we can agree that this movie definitely passes the test it easily. Definitely yes. does. Yes. That's all for this edition of Lady Bits. Don't forget to check out Gideon's Knot, which is playing tonight, uh, directed by our very own Hilary Heath and assistant directed by our very own Sarah Hodges. It's a really fantastic play. Don't want to miss it. Tickets are on sale at the door at Piano Theater, which is in Atlanta, or you can buy them at pianotheater.org. Also, don't forget to check out Woman of the Year, starring this month's guest, Taylor M. Dooley. It's going to be super funny. There's lots of really funny female improvisers in it, and uh, it's a don't-miss show. You can find tickets at dadsgaragetheater.com. Join us next week on the Feminine Mistake podcast for more Lady Bits. And in the meantime, you can check out our full discussion of beaches, still available on SoundCloud. Uh, and you can find us on the web at femininemistakepod.com. You can also find us on our Facebook page, the Feminine Mistake Podcast. And don't forget to send us your nervous breakdowns at femininemistakepodcast at gmail.com. Whoa.